these are the kind of questions that, it, you just they these are, are the kind of questions we need been, to be answering on the podcast so <laughs> fucking, dude. What, i mean what the fuck why are we not answering these questions on the podcast <laughs> everyone welcome to episode 19 of the disaster dads um you, this is eric happy to be joined by rob dan frank and joe um we are excited that you're here to listen to us and appreciate all of your patronage and your uh, constant downloads again you found us on itunes and google uh, make sure to check us out on facebook at disaster dads on twitter at disaster dads on the internet at disasterdads.com. um not saying we actually have a lot of content going on there, but we put stuff up every now and then, so uh, it's worth checking out. And uh, it's true. We do put stuff up every now and then, and it is worth checking out. I'm getting the head nod from Dan. He forgets that this is a, uh audio medium. Um, but, uh, you know, well, check that us was, out. That was just for you. Let's advertise that we don't do a lot on the social media platforms. Hey, I like to keep the bars exactly where they should be, just a little bit above low, you know. <laughs> You're joining us. You got to know our flavors. So, um, but anyways, check us out there. Send us some of your comments. Let us know how you feel about us. Rate us on the iTunes so that we can maybe populate someone else's feed and uh, gather more li- and more listeners. We'd appreciate that. So, um, yeah. So with that, um, a couple of housekeeping items. We want to uh, congratulate uh, one of our our friends and former firefighters, EMT Jess, on her new travels. A couple of the, the dads made a. Uh, a visit to, to wish her well. So if she listens, I hope she does. Uh, no, not a listener. She doesn't. No, oh, she man. listened a couple times. Actually, she said that we were good. That's as good as. <laughs> that's I mean, you know, that is not at all what she said. We'll circle back to that when we're off the air. <laughs> well, we wish her luck in her and uh, her new adventures that she's going on. And then from my side, uh, you know, um, Georgetown Emergency Disaster Management Chris uh, just announced that he's having a, a little one and wants to join the Disaster Dads. So congratulations to him and his wife. Uh, expecting later this fall. Reminder: You don't necessarily have to have a kid to be a disaster dad. You just need to be a disaster. We just have to also be dads. So, uh, but congratulations to Chris and um, going forward with that. I don't know. I was trying to work on that. I again, everyone's giving me looks. I really did try to work on that one, but it didn't go so well. Yeah, Rob. Yeah, uh, no. When you're done, I got one extra to add. Doing <laughs> oh, nice. So, um, so we've got that. And Rob, you've got something to add? Yeah, just want to uh, congratulate. Uh, Dave Shield run the uh, Parkway 10 miler with me today. Uh, it was good seeing him. Uh, sorry I had to pass you, uh, but it was good catching up with you. At the end. <laughs> you know, Dave was Dave was going to be on the episode today to talk about that, but we just weren't able to get schedules to work out. So um, he's still he, running. He's, he's still, still out doing, on the course. He's still trying to finish the course. <laughs> So we'll have to make sure to get him on to take care of that. So, um, you know, again, if you have any notes that you want us to pass on to anyone that may or may not listen, apparently, you know, send them to us on the Twitters and Facebooks. Happy to do that. Uh, This episode is something we've talked about and um, we've tasked Disaster Rob to kind of be the leader for and just the family prep with you know, going on the um, all kid vacation with either with your kids, with other kids and friends and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, Rob has just experienced the uh, joy and loveliness that is 
um, the Disneyland park. And so we were, I'm curious. And some of the other dads are curious as well about how the, how the prep work for all this goes. Cause I have not actually been to a Disney park, um, for forever. And then it's a whole nother world from what I understand when you do it with a kid. So, uh, you know, Rob's going to kind of lay out some of the stuff that they did, the experiences they had there. And the dads are going to kind of pepper them with questions as we go throughout this and, um, you know, see how this all goes. So with that, I just wanted to, unless there are any other prep, uh, notices any other dads want to pop in i'm going to hand it over to rob and um uh welcome him back from his adventures and look forward to hearing about it thank you everybody good all right always so we spent we went back in march about a month ago down to disney uh it was uh my family of four uh my parents uh my brother and his fiance. so a total of eight of us and two kids three and five uh, went down for a week, Saturday to Saturday. Uh, the planning that is involved, I will start off with that. Um, what we did uh, was my mom and my wife did a lion's share. And by that, I mean all of it, all the planning. Uh, <laughs> from what kind of plans we had as far as meals and the park tickets and the airfare. They, I mean, they covered everything. Um, when you get into planning, especially with Disney... It is completely dependent on what you want to do, what you want to see, and and most (laughs) importantly, your family personality and your family dynamic. Um, Me being the engineer and my wife, we are, we're planners. We we like to have the day set. We kind of know what we're going, but we we do know we need to be flexible because, well, we have a three and a five-year-old and, you know, as everybody knows, they, they don't follow plans that well, so... Really? Make I sure thought five-year-olds, I've been told five-year-olds become the planners. I'm really looking forward to that. Well, I'm, I'm still waiting for that any, uh. any, any day now. Um, but as far as from, from your kids, be flexible with them, what they want to do, and especially with the parks, the weather, the crowds, you got to be flexible with that and, and work around it. Um, for us, I mean, my mom was the spearhead of this trip, being a mind, uh, being a a milestone birthday for her and she's been talking about this for years so we went through disney as far as our trip planning and i'll be up front you're going to get a premium for that you're going to pay a premium for that um they're going to say yep uh we were able to do airfare through them wow if you if you do that um we flew american uh direct point a to point b um if you want to save on airfare you can probably do that on your own and get i know southwest is dirt cheap flights um and i don't think they drag you off the plane at any point um so oh, we that's had to not go there, didn't we? <laughs> or do they berate you for the strollers american <laughs> no no they don't in fact they were great um and i'll get into strollers in a minute because that was that was a key point to our uh to our invasion tactic um if you plan through disney and if you plan to do fast passes with their magic bands if you plan to eat any kind of special dinners and want reservations um, we were Jen, uh, <clears throat> Jen and uh, my mom were, were making dinner reservations while we were traveling for my sister-in-law's wedding back in September. We went <laughs> in March. So in September, we were booking the Hoopty Doo Review, um, our Chef Mickey buffet breakfast, the character breakfast, um, and our uh, luau at the uh, Polynesian Resort. Wait, the we, met, we got all three of those. 
the hoopty doop the hoopty doop the one that you said that's not a made up word that's a real thing the hoopty well the one that you said is made up (laughs) the one yeah you made up whatever you said at disney for the for since they opened at um the fort wilderness campground they have the hoopty doop review which is a kind of a wild west very campy very traditional i mean if you go to disney if you go to disney the in my opinion, the two dinners you have to do are, are that show and the luau. Wow! And and, and I am, I mean, I love the the luau is is my thing. I you know I was the one that lobbied for that for that dinner, um, and it, it paid off like you wouldn't believe. Um, that was our last day, and I'll work to that. But anyway, so we were booking dinner reservations in September for our trip in March. Um, three months after that. So we're looking at, you know, the Christmas time, January is when we started plotting out our fast pass, our ride reservations, basically, um, in the parks at at that point. And with the fast pass, if you're not familiar, it's basically they give you a window of an hour of you have kind of a reserve time. You can jump ahead of the line for it's a small world, Peter Pan's ride, Space Mountain, whatever it is you're going to do. And they give you three of those a day based on the plan that you pick. Um, once you use those three, then they give you like, Hey, you want one more before you leave? And you can try and book one more fast pass. And again, the fast pass is you go up to space mountain and the regular line is a 70 minute wait. But if you have a fast pass between one o'clock and two o'clock, you scan your wristband is the fast pass. A lot of stuff is on this wristband thing. And again, we'll, we'll work on that. Um, you're right on the ride. You, you skip ahead and you kind of get preferred seating, basically. Um, so, And that planning was done three months out. So back to my family being planners, um, we, we did hash out a schedule of what parks we're going to do on what day. So we went Saturday to Saturday. Uh, we flew down. Saturday's basically just kind of Let's get there, get settled, find the hotel, or get to the hotel and kind of settle in, get some dinner, and go to the pool. Sunday was, we're going to chill out, we're going to ease into this, we're going to hang at the pool, um, wander around our hotel area, uh, which we stayed on a massive complex, which every hotel down there is a massive complex once you get there. Um, Ours was actually, we were one side of a themed resort, and we had a lake between us, so a lot of area to explore, especially with the little ones. Um, and then Monday, it was it was go time. Monday morning, we were Magic Kingdom. Tuesday morning, Magic Kingdom. Um, and again, with the flexibility and the kids, they get up early. You can get there when the park opens, and you can cut out, you know, after lunch and kind of get back to the hotel or have some downtime and recharge and get ready for your afternoon and evening activities. So, any questions so far? That's a that's a lot of thinking that has to go into that. Do you guys take part in the uh, the uh, Disney transportation from the airport to the uh, to the uh, or the uh, park? The, yes, yeah, that was all part of the package we were in on. You know, we like I said, we booked our airfare through Disney. You get the airport, you walk up to Disney has pretty much an entire wing of the Orlando airport. The Orlando airport is only there because Disney decided to build down there. I'm convinced. <laughs> So you go to the Disney side of the airport, unless you live there, 
Um, and they say, all right, you're going to the Art of Animation. You're in line four. And you just cruise through line four, get on your bus, and, you know, that that's where the Disney experience starts. That bus driver, you might as well be on an amusement ride. Not from the driving pass, just from the, the <laughs> guy is just crazy mm-hmm. friendly. And he's like, you're on vacation as he's backing out of the bay and he's off and running. The Orlando airport is kind of crazy. I've flown out of there a couple of times. And the number of buses that are simply just running through the airport on their way to Disney, it's oh, insane. Yeah. I mean, on the freeway to the airport, you will pass eh, 10, 12, 15 buses. Easily. All Disney, all going the other way towards the park. Yeah. It's insane. And it's just a airport. constant loop. Yeah, between run, the park and the and the cruise terminals. Ex- yeah, ex- yeah, I was going to say. So, you I mean, you got the, the parks in Orlando, and then they run out to, was it Port Canaveral? Mm-hmm. It yeah. is where they run the buses out to. And it's just, yeah, it's, I, I don't know who, so I have friends who used to work for Disney and lived in Orlando, and they gave me this little tidbit of information, which fits this uh, demographic. Um Orlando Airport is basically Disney traffic. And then if anyone has done any kind of cord or blood banking after your kid was born, um, those places are based out of Orlando because Orlando has the highest number of international flights without delays. Hmm. Interesting. To, to get that stuff out. So that's why they're all down Interesting. Is, is, is yeah. that because that they're on Mickey's schedule? Like it's more on time? Exactly. It, it's, it's Disney magic. It's it's all Disney magic. It's, it's <laughs> like all the flights are there. sprinkled with um, uh, exactly. pixie dust. Yeah, yeah. Tinkerbell unicorn unicorn food. <laughs> um, that, has anyone no, no. has anyone tried the unicorn thing from no. Starbucks? I was I was at Starbucks today. The and girl in line ahead of me, yeah, right, returned hers because she thought it tasted like shit. And I frankly, they look like shit. Like I, I'm, I'm 35 years old, so why the hell would I ever do that? All I keep but thinking, is I guess, this, if you're 16, it's the hip thing to do. All I keep a yeah. think, think. All I keep a thinking. All I keep thinking about is the squatty potty ads where they have the unicorn crapping out the. <laughs> you haven't seen those? Oh my god, Joe, Google oh, that. No, it's, I tweeted it. The, yeah, oh, you did. Don't, don't put that up earlier. <laughs> I put that up on Twitter. I didn't know what it was from. Oh, yeah, that's hilarious. No, where the unicorn? I, I actually shit. joked that they were making unicorn frappuccinos with. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea who it was. That was Joe and I going back on that earlier. Oh, that's what I get for not opening up my phone. Right. So. Oh, man, we, we're a happy-looking bunch of people here, aren't we? Yeah, we are. <laughs> Eric Eric just tweeted a, uh, <laughs> a rather somber photo as we discussed the happiest place on Earth. <laughs> uh, Keep listening. We're all good. It It'll get better. better. So, yeah. Hey, to get all back right. to Rob, though, but I didn't. I kind of forgot about Disney Cruises. Frank, you have you done one of the Disney cruises, Frank? Yeah, a you're the of cruiser. Them. Okay, I'll have to get back to you later to get a. Well, <laughs> I don't mean. Thanks that. for piping in, Frank. We'll be back with you in an hour. <laughs> no, I want to see how. Go, go, go back to the Caps game. Let us know what the score is. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I'm giving them like it's ten intermission more minutes. between the third period and overtime, so we got to oh. talk. Um, but uh, I want to get you know. I was just thinking like the differences experience from. You know the land base versus the cruise base. Like, is there much because they take care of you so much and everything's so located on the land base? But anyways, back to Rob. Yeah. Uh, all right. So yeah, we got down there. Um, we plotted <laughs> out the planners that my family is. We plotted out our days. Um, and 
<clears throat> all eight of us weren't together at the same time because that would be complete insanity. So my brother and his fiance, they went off to the studios, they did their own thing. You know, we would get back together, do some of the Magic Kingdom all together, uh, hit up the dinner shows, what have you. Um, but you know, there's a lot of freedom for all of us to to, to venture around and, and really explore what we wanted. Um, as far as other planning, what we did was, um, and my my wife reminded me of the two things that <clears throat> she was a, a big proponent of. Um, down there, they have the, it's called the Garden Grocer. There, there's an app for it. Um, it's basically Peapod, Safeway Delivery, whatever grocery chain delivery service is in your area. Um, down there, it's called the Garden Grocer, and they deliver groceries. You order online, and they send it to your hotel when you show up. So um, we ordered that, hmm. I want to say, two months in advance. Um, so, wow. yeah. Uh, and and the, the best part of that is um, if you're traveling with kids at the Rain of Five-Year-Old and you know what they like for breakfast, you know what they eat, it is in your hotel room. That's you're awesome. all set. There's no – you're not very cool. You're not searching for breakfast. You're not fighting over – what what they do or don't want to eat, you know. How do the prices compare to yeah, like a normal grocery store? Pretty comparable, very, very yeah. comparable to a regular grocery store. Um, it may be a little higher with the delivery, but I mean, it wasn't nothing outlandish. Um, we had everything, and when I say they would deliver everything, um, from your applesauce pouches, your breakfast oatmeal, bagels, milk. Six packs, twelve packs of beer. You are set day to night with this garden grocer, whatever you want to get. So they delivered so, your breakfast then too. Yes, they did. They yeah. delivered my breakfast and dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I highly recommend Cigar City Lager. <laughs> um, so okay, so that was <clears throat> that was a, a one of the very good perks of planning that is, is having our food and snacks there uh, while we're on food. What we did, you know, Disney has every kind of meal plan you could want. You could prepay breakfast, lunch, and dinner, any kind of number of snacks to the parks you want. Again, all this through that magic wristband that you're going to wear and get tracked all over the park. <laughs> um, I'm not kidding. Um, what we did was we had breakfast on our room in our hotel room. So, you know, oatmeal, applesauce, whatever the kids wanted that we have for breakfast. Um, the four of us were on the meal plan of snacks and dinner, basically. Um, my parents did whatever they want. My brother and fiance did whatever they wanted um, as far as the different dinner plans. We were all kind of, the way I understood it was, we were all basically on the blanket family of this is what your families and you two are on this meal plan and, and, and so on. And it all worked itself out. Um, but we did... My family of four, we did breakfast in our room, we packed lunch to eat in the park, and we would get snacks in the park, and then dinner was either back at the hotel or, you know, we did one of the dinner shows um, or what have you. Uh, that was very beneficial from after everything is said and done, it was a little bit of a cost-saving measure on our part to pack lunch. And, and again, we know our kids, you throw peanut butter and jelly in front of them, doesn't matter what time of day it is, they're going to devour it. So yeah. that was easy. That made the day easier as far as we went with crowds and 
you know, stopping and starting and, and a lot of moving. Did you um, have the kids pack their own lunches, like in their own backpack or whatever? Or did you like get a locker when you got on site or anything like that? No. So the Monday and Tuesday we did Magic Kingdom. Wednesday, I want to say it was Epcot. Thursday was Animal Kingdom. Friday was Magic Kingdom. Every morning we joked around. It was like, it felt like I was back at the firehouse. It was like, time to go. Kid went into an umbrella stroller. Backpack went on. You're out the door. It was like we were gearing up for an invasion for for, <laughs> for battle. <laughs> but we had, you know, anything from food, a change of clothes, sunscreen, what have you, was in our each of us, my wife and I each had our backpacks and a kid in a stroller. And that's how we went out the, the hotel door every morning. And we were set. We were ready to roll. Um, I will happily say I can count. I want to say three meltdowns between my two kids and they all happened in the hotel. So it was, there was like, you know, there was no negative parts to being in the park. They, they had a blast there. You know, they were brother and sister in the hotel room fighting with each other, and I had to brag about that. How many meltdowns did you and your wife have? <laughs> um, surprisingly, surprisingly, none. I mean, I was having a blast. <laughs> I was, I was happy to be there. You know, it was, I was, I probably had sunstroke or something. I don't know. <laughs> At your age, it's probably just a stroke. What so. was the? Uh, <laughs> was there anything that you guys didn't plan for that, in hindsight, you wish you had? Um, that is an excellent question. Things we didn't plan for. Um, I, where to get meals or where to get snacks was, um, that was definitely a game time decision of people are starting to get hungry. You know, we had our lunch. We're going to start moving out. Um, what's around to get a snack, get food. Um, what's not crowded uh, mm-hmm. We were there in March, and we were definitely part of the, the spring break crowd um, as far as elementary schools. You know, um, We had the luxury of we didn't have to worry about that. My, kids, my son's in preschool, so he's not really missing a whole bunch. Um, so we pulled him out of school for the week. It wasn't a big loss as far as that went. Um, but, yeah, as far as that planning, I mean, that was definitely, that was definitely off-the-cuff planning of <clears> – <throat> what's not crowded right now where we're at in the park or how far do we have to venture to get, get out of here. Um, the other thing we didn't plan for, um, and was the, the transportation, the, the breaks in time, uh, with transportation, they, Disney runs an amazing transportation system from buses, monorails, trains, ferries, what have you. Um, the metro system in D.C. should probably go down there and, and get a lessons learned on how to run a transit system. Um, the, the buses were spaced apart, so we did find ourselves waiting in line for a while, waiting for a bus. Um, and, of course, you know, it's kind of late. Kids are getting squirrely. Um, but they did it right there. That So that was the other thing, just the transportation to and from the hotel and the off-the-cuff uh, snacks and meals. And along the lines of waiting for the spaced out buses, if you get on the monorail at a certain point, depending on when your hotel is, you could be traveling on that thing around the park for a while. So our hotel wasn't on the monorail. We didn't splurge that much. Um, 
we we did have to bus it to our hotel. <laughs> but so but, and now speaking of that, now the buses and the monorail. If you if you're there and you find that kids are getting overwhelmed with the parks, just completely overstimulated, especially with my son being the, the transportation nerd that he's turning into, and I'm so proud. Um, we could have spent an entire day just on buses and the monorail, and he would have been ecstatic, especially when one line of the monorail, the original one, goes through the contemporary, goes through the building. His head exploded when we went through there. That's awesome. So um, so that's an option. If you find you're, you're kind of, you need a break, just go jump on a monorail and go do a loop, go do a lap, and you, you know recharge yourself. Um, that's a good buses, trains, watching planes, all those kind of things I find are good kid rechargers, you know, just to get them back in the calm down zone. Yeah. Um, but back to the planning stuff real quick, you know, Dan asked a good question. What didn't you plan for? But did your, um, your mom and wife, like did Disney provide kind of like a base template to, as they were talking to the people to get it set up, like here's the things that we recommend that you look at, or did they find one or did they just kind of make up their own just based on their, their vast knowledge of, of planning that they, you know, that I know they both do. You can pretty much tailor the Disney vacation to you. Um, I know my wife, my mom, uh, we're on the phone with them once a week or so just to kind of, check things and figure out who's connected where with our plan. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can pretty much tailor what you want to do um, anywhere in the parks. And as far as where you want to stay, how you want to get there, how you want to get around. Did they, did um, you have a dedicated agent or did you just call a number and get whoever's there and they kind of look up your plan? That like, I don't know. I, oh. yeah, there wasn't a dedicated agent, but I think if you typed in, it was like, Oh, I talked to so-and-so. Um, you know, maybe they'll transfer you or here's our oh, okay. reservation number and someone will help you through it. Um, that customer service is phenomenal for, for a reason, yeah. given the, the name that they got it back up. So that's cool. Um, cool. So some other things, like I said, we, you know, we packed a backpack. Each of us had one on our back and we had a kid in an umbrella stroller. We we're out the door, um, off to the bus and into the parks, you know, and there's plenty of spots to duck off, hit a bench for some downtime, uh, dodge some crowds. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the fast pass thing, I highly recommend that, especially for if you're going to see, you're going to meet some characters or whatever. Again, my kids are three and five. So when we told them we're going to go meet Mickey at his theater, you know, it was game on. And they were completely shocked when... You know, Mickey's there giving hugs and signing autographs <laughs> for them. Um, I had an autograph book when I did it when I was a kid. Yeah. But I made my uh, sister go get the autographs. I was too scared of the characters. Okay. <laughs> now my, daughter, um, my daughter's got that fear now of characters, so I can kind of see where she gets it from. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the other pro tip that my wife pulled with the umbrella strollers, um, she found them secondhand through our... Uh, our town has a virtual yard sale on Facebook or, you know, Facebook um, marketplace, whatever. Uh, she found two of them, dirt cheap. I think maybe we spent 25 bucks for the two of them. Uh, we took them to Disney. We used them every day. They were awesome. Kids jumped in and out of them. They were great. Got us around fine. 
Um, she turned around and sold them at a consignment sale two weeks later, made some money off them. So wow. that's one option to nice. do. Highly recommend that that go. Uh, the and we we had two of them. Uh, as far as getting them down there, you go up to the gate of the airline. Yeah. I got a stroller. They give you a tag. They gate check it, um, and it's there when you get off the plane. Um, if you can do some kind of deal like that, I highly recommend it because renting a stroller at Disney, renting a double stroller at Disney, it is thirty-one dollars a day Ouch. for a double stroller. Wow. 31 a day. My wife spent 25 for two of them and we got money back. <laughs> That's awesome. Do you, um, now I'm a, I'm a, we're not a huge stroller family. Like we have one, but we don't use it a lot. We use a backpack to haul the girls mm-hmm. around in, in like a backpack. Would you recommend a stroller versus backpack for ease of ride access, like parking and all that kind of stuff? Like it's probably, stroller parking. Yeah. So each, as far as the Magic Kingdom, you know, each land you go into, Fantasyland, Tomorrowland, Frontierland, whatever, there's kind of a central stroller parking, and you dump them there, you go on three or four rides, that's going to take you a couple hours, and you yeah. bolt out, and it's snack time or lunch time, whatever, um, and you can leave the stroller there. The funny thing was, you know, you put the stroller, you park the stroller, and Disney has, like, at least two or three people and they're shuffling strollers. And I, I joked around, you know, someone, I walked over to get the stroller out of Epcot, out of the stroller park, and the guy's like, what are you looking for? And I was like, oh, they look like this. You know, good luck finding the black umbrella stroller in the 120 you got here. He pulls them out, and I was like, do I need right. to tip this guy? <laughs> <laughs> you going to wheel it over and put my kids in it, too? So. No, that's a good, I mean, I hadn't really thought about that, like, because I wouldn't be able to park the backpack there because it's also when we, you know, it's like the hiking thing. So we put the yeah the food or whatever in the compartment there because then we'd be separated from the food and stuff if we left yeah. that there. I mean, if you're talking about uh, the, the backpack, the Kelty, you know, ergo yeah. carriers, whatever it is, um, we didn't use those because, again, my wife and I each had a backpack with yeah. food and, you know, what, you know, cameras and our stuff as well in there and hoodies and raincoats and ponchos and all that nonsense um uh why ponchos are important depending on what time you go because you know 3 30 on every afternoon it rains in florida so be ready for that <laughs> um <laughs> it's like clockwork there um but yeah i mean it all depends again that goes back to what i said originally of it depends on your family your personality how you work uh we found the strollers work for us if you're better with backpack carrier fine yeah. um the strollers give us freedom of just, you know, the kids want to get out and walk, go. The, the problem with the backpacks, the problem with the backpack carriers, Eric, is once you get on a ride, you can't put the backpack carrier with you. You've got to find a place to put it yeah. off to the side in the ride, so it makes it that much more difficult. Yeah, I mean, with yeah, we, stroller we would, parking. I didn't even process that. Like, I wouldn't leave that in a stroller parking just because, you know, there's all that other stuff with it. And yeah, uh, a ten dollar yeah, I mean, stroller, I'm fine leaving there, like Rob did. Right. Yeah, and there's thousands, well, maybe not thousands, hundreds of strollers in, in various parking areas. Um, but yeah, we would dump the stroller, go do our couple rides. You know, the backpacks we had, we would just drop at our feet in, in the ride, and there's plenty of room. So, um, is this the first time the kids had done rides? Uh, 
Major rides, yeah. I mean, they've yeah. gone to like the, the the town carnival and did the the kitty rides, but yeah, they went on um, mild roller coasters, we'll call it. Yeah. Um, and my son was bananas and loved it. We we were in line to get on the roller coaster. As we were getting closer, uh, my son just goes, "I want to sit in the front." I was like, "All right, well, we'll we'll see where the line goes and where they put us. Where they put us." front seat he was out of his tree he loved it um yeah took him on two roller coasters he had a blast uh all the rides they they enjoyed um my daughter not so much with uh pirates of the caribbean but since they changed it and brought in the the johnny depp character to it uh i wasn't that much of a fan anymore um but still a classic ride so can't believe there's another one of those movies coming out that's just me. Just print, just printing money. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, my biggest concern, like, is always my my oldest right now talks up a big game, but the minute that you know you get her in front of a roller coaster or something, you know she bails. Like she'll be yeah all game for through the whole line and everything, and then the minute to walk on, you know, decides against it, and so you step aside or whatever. Yeah. The- I was just curious, like the experience you had. <clears throat> The the roller coaster the um the Seven Doors Mine Train was probably the most intense ride we took them on. Um, other than that, it was it was the Winnie the Pooh ride. It was Peter Pan. Um, a lot of a lot of Fantasyland rides. Yeah. Um, There's the uh, Goofy's Barnstormer. That that was one of the is, roller coasters. And, yeah. I mean, I Kevin could have done a loop of that. Just around, just got off, got back on, got off, back on. Um, and he, he would have been, that would have been his day. Um, I'm blanking on some of the other rides we did at Magic Kingdom. Uh, at Epcot, we did a fair amount of rides. Um, we there. Uh, I want to say the Living Seas has two Nemo attractions, which were big hits with the kids. Nice. Um, there was one. There was one Nemo attraction there. Uh, it is Turtle Talk with Crush, so the the big loggerhead turtle, the sea turtle hey. in the movie, uh, comes out. If you see that, and if you've seen Black Mirror, the series on Netflix, you are going to have a tough time the rest of the day. I'm just going to warn you about that. And I'm, I'm okay. I I only made it through the first episode of Black Mirror, and got scared of some of the other episodes. So uh, you know. Okay, on a tangent for Black Mirror, either power through episode one and you're fine after that, or in episodes, just skip it. Just skip episode one and go forward. Um, we can get into a whole Black Mirror discussion later. But anyway, <laughs> if you go to Turtle Hawker Crush and you've seen Black Mirror, you're gonna you're gonna have you're gonna be a little whacked out the rest of the day. Oh, all right. Because me and my future sister-in-law were like. We've seen this technology before, and it kind of creeps us out. All right, that's so, on my list to creep myself yeah. out with later. Um, the other thing with Epcot that was fun, uh, you know, the adults wanted to do the World Showcase, go through all the countries. Uh, at the time, in March, coming up on Easter, they did an Easter egg hunt. So each country had an egg painted like a Disney character that you had to go find. And when you come into the main, I want to say like, uh, you know, the, I forgot, I'm blanking on the name, but you go to the main gift shop right when you get to the World Showcase and they give the kids a map with a page of stickers. And it's like when you find the egg, 
put the matching sticker on that country. And if you come back and they're all right, you get a prize. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. So <laughs> from the adult perspective, it's great because we go through the world showcase. Kids are looking for Easter eggs. Uh, we can drink, you know, the adults can have a couple pints as we go around through France and Morocco and some of us are wine tasting and what have you. So that was definitely a good blanket for everybody to have some fun through that section. <laughs> <laughs> so, Yeah, I forgot um, you can't drink probably in most of the park. Epcot, which, which I am going to tell the story and I know oh. my dad doesn't listen and he's, he's going to get upset <laughs> with this one. But... You know, we, we come up, we roll up on snack time and we're by a gift shop and my mom and my wife are asking questions of where is this, where is this? And my dad goes, where is the nearest alcohol, where is the nearest adult beverage? And the woman goes, um, the Magic Kingdom is a dry park. And the, the, the disappointment on my dad's face, I haven't seen that <laughs> since I failed a class in high school. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we got to Epcot and we made up for that one. That's pretty funny. <laughs> that is pretty funny. That's so, on his. Yeah, that's on his like, emergency. That's it. The moment it was no on. longer the happiest place on earth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was hoping his backpack somewhere in there was the emergency flask. Right. He he may have. Uh, I think he may have packed a can in that backpack. I don't know. Even he had a backpack. So. Oh, totally random tangent. I keep forgetting to take a picture of this. My uh, youngest got a book the other day, and it's got a grandma goose trying to teach another goose how to how to swim and grandma goose is like digging through her purse looking for the swim things to help the kids swim anyways she pulls out a flask so there's a flask in nice. grandma goose's you know emergency <laughs> bag uh, i keep meaning to take a picture to send that to you guys maybe but you reminded me of that so now there's a sticky uh, note for that I, i'm sorry eric what was that his her emergency what flask big right in, oh, in, in her what, bag what, in her what, emergency bag <laughs> And or go big. B-A-G, B-E-G, they're the same thing. It's a bag, it's a bag. You bag for a bag. Gotcha. Hoser. Take off, eh? Yeah. I haven't watched that oh. movie for Listen, a I'm sorry, I'm just from a part of the country where we don't talk weird. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's true. That's from Joe's part of the country. With the car? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so... So, so you made it. Any, I've been I've been rambling. So any other questions? Let's. No. So did the food delivery just happen that first day? Or did they come every day with like stuff? So you set up like a repeating schedule because I'm fascinated with because then you don't have to like try to find a restaurant or whatever. You can just get food delivered. Um, it, it's it's basically, you know, garden grocer, Peapod, like I said, safe food delivery. It's you set it up when you want. What we did was we just did a giant order for all eight of us. Um. You know, my brother sent us his grocery list of eight or ten things. My parents, we just put it all in one big thing. Yeah. And had it sent to my family's room. Um, you know, we said we were, we kind of clocked it out. Our flight arrives here. We're supposed to check in at this point. So an hour after that. Um, so we just had it delivered on the Saturday we arrived and we were set for the week. Yeah. Now, you want to do smaller orders throughout the week? That's up to you. Um, I, I, I know I'm not being really helpful, but it's it, there are so many variables. It's so it's basically whatever you want to do. Um, That's cool. But yeah, we, we had it delivered on Saturday, and we had our food for the week. Um, Garden Grocer delivered it to our hotel, and you know the porters just 
brought it up and put it in the fridge. Very awesome. So, pushes away. That's awesome. Yeah, and and for reference, we, um, my parents and my brother and his fiance, they had standard hotel rooms. Um, our we actually got a suite, so we had the master bedroom, and we put the kids in there. Um, the first night was kind of tough getting them used to it and getting them to sleep, but you know, they considered a, it was like a week long sleepover with brother and sister, and they had a blast. Nice. Um, you know, we would put them in at their bedtime. And of course, they're bouncing around for an hour. We would go in and lay down with them, and then they'd chill out. But they, they were having fun. I thought you were about to and say you went in and laid down the law, but oh well, different. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they. I, three and five year olds have meltdowns, have fights, whatever. They again, I'm, I'm, I'm giving credit to Disney Magic that the kids just they got into it. They got into it. Yeah. And loved it. That's awesome. Do you, uh, when we travel for a while, we'll still bring that, like the camera and the monitor, because we'll normally do the suite or something to set it up to watch them. Did you do that, or you just, or did anyone else? Yeah. I was just, yeah. <clears throat> we did, um, you know, just for for ease. Um, yeah. Again, with my kids, they'll bounce around, and they're just playing around. They're having fun. Uh, so if we can just peek at that, that means we don't have to get up and, you know, interrupt anything or, or, or you know, have to go check on them and inadvertently wake them up or, or start the process over again. Yeah. So, yeah, we did take that. Frank, how does this sound like compared to some of the, the Disney Cruise stuff? Is it very similar with the amount of prep and organization that Disney does for you as as you go through? Yeah, so with the Disney Cruise, um, we do actually do it through travel agents rather than through Disney. Um, We booked the initial cruise, um, or we booked our second cruise, and then again our third cruise on the cruise itself. So you get the credits and stuff like that. But, you know, you have the same. You can do flights through them, get down there. You get the the, uh, transportation from the airport to the terminal or the the port. the Disney Cruise is everything that's Disney except for the rides. Um, but then, you know, you're booking when you want your meals, um, if you want to go to um, one of the fancy restaurants on board, you can book that, and then you book your excursions do all that. for the different for your different ports. So It's nice to know the magic um, travels from, you know, the land base to the... Yeah, I mean... The, the way the people are and the, the employees are in the park is exactly the way they are on the ship. Nice. Oh, that's the, the employees, or I'm sorry, yeah. not employees, the cast members. <laughs> yes, are, cast members, you're right. If you, go, if you go somewhere with a Disney name, they are, that customer service, that attitude is identical. Whether it's mm-hmm. the park, the cruise, or you roll into the Disney store in your mall. It is, it is a blanket attitude. Yep. And it can be creepy, but from a company standpoint, that's what you want. And that's that's why people keep coming back. You want that creepy. You want good creepy, you, I guess, is what you want. You want good creepy. It's yeah. good creepy. So you've been talking and we've been talking about the Disney in Florida. Has anyone done, you know, OG Disney in in LA or in or Anaheim? Disneyland? Uh, no. Yeah. It's been years. It's been about 
15 years since I mean, that was that the one that I went to as a kid and I actually had a, a couple uh, company excursions you know it's a work events that were there it's, but it's very different as a single adult with no kids or anything but it's like I, I know they're supposed to be sort of similar in their setup but I know they can't be I mean there's just yeah, Orlando the, the, so much bigger the Magic Kingdom is is uh, That's for from, is most Magic part Kingdom the same Florida? Which yeah, okay. the Magic no, no, no. The Magic um, Kingdom Park and Disneyland oh, are oh. pretty much they're pretty much identical. There's a few things that are different um, in terms of park layout, but everything else is is the same. Um, but the last time I went to Disneyland, they didn't have the fast passes, so you had yeah. you had to wait in line, yeah. and you weren't you weren't um, tied to the wristband either. You had your ticket, you scanned your ticket, you walked in, that was it. Now yeah. you go, they give you these bracelets that look like a watch. Each one is programmed with the with the guest's name. And you go into a ride, you touch the thing. You go to buy food, you touch the th- the bracelet to the little little gold ball with Mickey's ears on it. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's where like I was saying with the wristband, that's where that fast pass and everything is originated from. And we had figured out where we're there. Um like Frank said, you go up to the ride, you put your wristband up, you're in for your a lot at fast pass time. Um, you can also link a credit card to that. So, uh, hell's no. You know, when we went out to the park, it was like my wife and I just took our driver's license, RID. Um, I don't, maybe one of us had a, a credit card in the back um, as a backup, but otherwise, you just you bought food, you bought a souvenir, scan your wristband. Um, and then you do have to put in a four digit pin. So if, oh, okay. if you drop, if you lose your wristband, like my daughter did in the middle of Epcot and we had to go back and find it. Um, it's not like someone's going to pick that up and just, you know, go on a shopping spree. You do have to set or your own. Your kids can't do it either. Exactly. You do have to set your own individual four digit pin. Yeah. Um, and don't tell your kids about it. Cause I guarantee my five year old will remember it. Um, and I credit him with that. Uh, but yeah, so there's there's that to it. Now with those, and my brother and I figured this out is they're actually the RFID, the radio frequency identifiers. Yep. Because you would go through, and how we figured this out was my mom actually bought a photo plan so that every picture taken of you in Disney. So you, you walk into a park, it's like, hey, get your pic- get your picture in front of the Magic Kingdom, get your picture in front of the Epcot Ball. Mm. Oh, no, they were good. They were they were mm. hilarious. Again, I was also drunk on Disney Magic, so I was having a, <laughs> yeah, I was I was great all weekend. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll call it that. Drunk on Disney Magic. Cigar City Lager had nothing to do with this. Yeah. Um. You, you know, you see it, and the photographer takes your picture. You know, does whatever they want and scans someone's wristband links it all to your party and then you can go back if you bought this photo plan you can go back and get all the pictures wow um how we figured out there was an rfid in there was we went through one night it was my wife and i my brother his fiance and we go on rides at nine o'clock at night and we're like we didn't have fast passes for those and all of a sudden we're getting the pictures that we were on the ride and that's how we noodled through it's like okay so there is a track that they know where to go with it and they are they are tracking you in a way. Um, significant data isn't transferred through there. Um, but that leads me then to my sister-in-law did her MBA at 
Um, and she had to go to Disney for a conference and they talked about how their customer service works with these wristbands and they'll track traffic through the park. They're like, Oh, there's a, there's a surge of people in, in the world showcase at, at Epcot. Let's open the extra beer cart, things like that. And so I mean, they don't know it's actually Rob or Eric or Joe is at this point in the park. They could probably figure it out if they noodle through the data, but it, it is definitely a, a, a dynamic that they look at with those wristbands. Well, that's, I mean, so, again, magically creepy, but interesting. Oh. And linking it yeah. to disasters and, and, and stuff like that, you talk about your lost kids in, you know, before the, before the wristband, if you lost your kid, it was probably hard, especially if they're younger and they're scared and they don't want to talk and they don't want to say anything. Now you just scan your bracelet, kid's name comes up, all the information comes up so they know where to go with the kid. So now, we yeah, I never it. thought of that. With and and we did lose we did lose my son for a couple seconds, which felt like half an hour. And there was we had six adults, and everyone was like, "Kevin's over by this adult," and boom, gone. We found him seconds later. But it, yeah, I mean that's that's another dicey area. Um, thankfully, we didn't have to experience that at Disney. Well, we now know that Frank's kids all have been imprinted with chips, just like my dog, so that he can track right. them down wherever he needs to and <laughs> just get them scanned when they don't talk. Yeah. So, but seriously, I bet that their protocol for like missing kid is probably second to none because they've dealt with it. Oh yeah, for so sure. So many. Oh, times. in so many ways. And in so many permutations. Yeah. That I bet it's fascinating to watch, like the behind yeah. the scenes when it actually, like when when it's not just like a, oh he's right over there and you didn't know that he went over to look at the thing. Yeah. But right. like when it's actually like separated from parents, that their like closure rate on those oh are yeah intense. Yeah, I mean, thankfully, my son was within feet of us at whatever. But and I know I don't want to take it. I don't want to send this down a really dark road but i mean that's what happened with um and of course i'm blanking on uh the kid's name but um back in the 70s it was the kid who went missing and you know w- was found dead it was um uh, adam walsh john walsh's oh. son that's that's never found him one so never, never found. found right um so take it back to a security standpoint um disney does have a incredible amount of uniformed and undercover security and Mm -hmm. you will not find them and this is we're talking cia secret service level (laughs) you do not know who the undercover secret security guy is in disney he's in the goofy costume because that's the best way to blend in seriously Again, I'm going to take it down a bad road. But, I mean, if someone have a Disney and you see Goofy taking out some guy, how great would that be? Yeah, that would definitely be memorable, memorable and creep everybody out. Um, well, we've been talking for quite a while here. Got a really good roundup of how uh, Disaster Rob handled his whole family trip and, and all of that. And we've been peppering him with questions. Um, you know, does do any of the other dads have any questions to toss in here? No, I'm, I'm getting around to notes. I mean, I it's a it's a lot of a, a lot of planning that goes into it, but then just making sure that you either follow the plan and the execution, and also now I'm now I'm curious as to Disney's 
you know, what Disney's actual uh, kid plans are, but also since it's Orlando, what their hurricane evacuation plans look like and all those kind of things and managing all those yeah. people. They've got to have one heck of a shop going on there. And all that Disney yeah. magic well, has got to be pretty in- intense. That's actually something that you just keyed me on one last thing, thinking about the stroller versus backpack question, Eric, which is um, depending on the time of year you went. So, Rob, you guys went in March, right? February? Right. Mid-March. Yeah, mid-March. So, like, that's still not that bad. But, like, if you're going anywhere either in the summer or adjacent to summer in Orlando, you don't want to be packing one of your kids on your back like that is yeah. hot it's yeah. humid that's gonna suck yeah. so yeah that's just something to think about no that's that's yeah. a totally valid point the the biggest thing i would leave <clears throat> um two things i would leave you with is know your family and know your personality um as to how you want to plan your vacation, whether it's Disney, the Grand Canyon, Yellowstone, wherever you go. If you guys are wake up at seven and it is gangbusters all day, go for it. Um, With us, my family, um, pace yourself. We went early when the parks opened. We took breaks and I mean, we didn't push. We, We were there to have fun. We were there to hang out. Um, so, again, yep. push yourself or pace, pace yourself, yourself and don't push yourself unless that's your family dynamic. So, I mean, there's so many ways to, to have fun and enjoy Disney or wherever you go yeah. um, based on how, how you guys work. So That's awesome. Well, uh, with that, I would like to thank Rob for sharing his family insights on on the planning and the execution of a Disney trip. Uh, it is a conversation that's happening in our um, humble household, and I'm I'm luckily going to be able to push it off for another couple of years because I think the three five yeah. year uh, age bracket is a good bracket to hit. Um, so Joe's got the, a couple more years to go. Yeah, the the three plus is kind of where the window starts for. Yeah. I've got to say, I was really jealous looking at your pictures, Rob, but like our, <laughs> our thinking was we were waiting until uh, no more naps, no more diapers. Yeah. We're yeah, almost so diapers, but we're not there with the naps. The other thing, too, is uh, two-year-olds are free. So that should factor into your plan. My two year old's not free, Frank. I don't know what kind of um, deal I got. <laughs> I don't know what planet you're on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. They come with all they they come with a lot of baggage. Yeah. Um uh, baggage. Baggage. <laughs> God, I don't until I talk to you guys, I don't hear it. So um <laughs> but no, so again, thanks to Rob. Uh, should you have any questions for uh, Rob, hit us up at Disaster Dads on the Twitters or on the Facebooks or, or comment on the uh, webpage and or comment on our iTunes account. Look forward to it. If you listen to us, Google Play, we'll take you there. Um, I really do want to thank him for that and thank all the other dads for joining me tonight. And um, look forward to uh, a couple of weeks when we get to talk to you all again. So with that, we panic so you don't have to. Thanks all. Bye. Good night. <laughs>